Welcome to Get Your Goal with Paula B. I'm your host, Paula B. I'm a weight loss and menopause expert, certified life coach, and author of the book, Mind Over Menopause. On this podcast, we dive deep into the mindset tools and proven Get Your Goal formula that will help you lose weight for the last time. Are you ready to get your goal? Me too. Let's go. Are you ready to learn how to lose weight, love your body, and embrace life after 50 with a powerful new mindset? Mind Over Menopause, the new book by weight loss life coach Paula Bowers, is publishing June 27th, 2023 in hardback, digital, and audio formats. Pre-order now at getyourgoal.com slash mind dash over dash menopause. Hello, hello, goal friend, and welcome to episode number 289, where we're talking about easy weight loss because that's the dream, right? (laughs) I mean, how awesome would it be to lose weight easily, to just get on the scale every day and have it be going down, down, down until you reach your goal weight and get on with the business of, you know, living your confident, active life. And even better than that, what if the tasks for weight loss were easy too? Like it's no big deal to track your calories and hit your targets and get a good night's sleep and drink your water and manage your mindset. I mean, what if it was all just simple and easy and took almost no effort on your part at all? Wouldn't that be amazing? I mean, yes, but also, I mean, maybe not because on the other hand, you also kind of like working hard and getting that sense of accomplishment. I mean, everything in your life that you're super proud of, like your degree or your kids or your job or your marriage or your whatever. I mean, it's something that you really had to work hard for. Maybe you like got that feeling of dedication and the satisfaction of sacrificing a little, not a lot, but a little, because that feels amazing. So which one is it? Do you want easy weight loss or hard weight loss? Well, as it turns out, when you kind of sort of want both easy weight loss and heart weight loss, like we all sort of do, you're actually really likely to get yourself stuck in no weight loss limbo. And I usually see this issue show up in one of two ways. One is that you're making one or more, possibly all of them, of your weight loss tasks, which is to say journaling, eating your target calories, drinking your water, getting your sleep and exercising moderately you know, the five things that we do with the 5 method. You're either making one or more of them like super complex and complicated, or two is that you're just not really doing the task or the tasks kind of at all. I had a client a long, long time ago who tracked her calories in four separate trackers, plus she calculated her Weight Watchers points every single day. And to be clear, I did not ask her to do this, nor would I ever. And as far as I could tell, she was really only doing it to kind of like drive herself a little crazy with calculating and recalculating and spinning out over whether or not the numbers were really accurate. And so finally, I just asked her like, why are you doing this? Since it was very clearly taking up a lot of her time and her brain space to do so. The long and the short of it that we got to after asking her lots of questions was just that she actually thought that counting her calories was too easy. Using any one of the apps 
actually felt very simple to her. She had no trouble with weighing or measuring her portions. It was easy. And her brain really thought because all her friends would complain about it. She would see, you know, people on social media and stuff. Everybody talking about how hard it is to track her calories. She really thought it needed to be hard. Another time. Okay. She was not even a client. I had a consultation with a woman who really wanted to lose weight, but also completely outright refused to even remotely consider any of the tasks or exercises or workouts or anything that I wanted to assign to her. This was many, many years ago. Like I was brand new. So I was long before I was a life coach and long before I developed anything that I hesitate to call it tough love, but I'm sure if you ask anybody in the Get Your Goal group, they'll tell you that my love can feel a little tough sometimes. Like I am not afraid anymore. I used to be, but I am not afraid anymore to ask you kind of difficult questions and just sit in silence while you want to squirrel away from them. Side note, it's actually the power of coaching. Like I'm not afraid of your thoughts. I'm not afraid of telling you that what you're thinking is a thought and pointing out to you that the way you're thinking about something right now isn't serving you. But I absolutely did not do that way back then. So this woman and I were having a consultation in a coffee shop and I was, you know, this young and eager personal trainer. I was literally like 40. Okay, I was 42, but still, so I was young and I was describing for her what we do. And like, I was brand new at this and I was like telling her all the results that she could get and every single thing that I suggested, she just shot down. Everything was like, oh no, that's way too hard. Absolutely not. No. And I was just like, um, okay, well, you know, with my voice getting really high, um, maybe we can like figure something else out. (laughs) Eventually we both just left the coffee shop with, um, well, let me know what you decide. (laughs) And of course I never heard from her again. (laughs) I do actually really wonder about her sometimes. I just like literally the day before I'm recording this podcast, just got a comment on my Facebook page from somebody that I used to train a long time ago who did not, her experience of me as a personal trainer and I mean now as a life coach was very different from who I am today. And it was really interesting because I got this comment and I think very frequently about people that I used to train with and where they might be now and how different I must seem to them versus how they knew me. (laughs) Anyways, I mean, this woman, this consultation, basically she was like everybody I've ever met ever. She wanted to make absolutely no changes to her eating or her exercising or any of her other habits while also, you know, simultaneously getting completely different results. I mean, I think a lot of us can relate to this, right? Unfortunately, this is not exactly how the biology of weight loss works. But these examples that I've just given you are exactly how brain biology works. You have a lifetime of messages and socialization that tell you that weight loss should be simultaneously easy, but not too easy, and also hard, but not too hard. And for the most part, that just ends up leaving you completely stuck. 
So today, during the podcast, we're going to get you unstuck and find the Goldilocks solution. And while we do that, what we're going to do is just pull apart this whole easy weight loss versus hard work puzzle and take a look at the pieces. So first up, the reason that you think you want weight loss to be easy really is just simple biology. It's the pleasure principle at work. It's exactly what Janet Jackson was singing about all those years ago. There's nothing wrong with this. We humans are hardwired to seek pleasure and avoid pain. The end. That's how your brain works. And truthfully, I mean, advertisers have been capitalizing on this since the beginning of time. When you take a look at any ad that we have all, every single one of us, had millions I was going to say billions, and I'm not sure if that's accurate. Definitely millions, though. Millions of perceptions of advertisers that use some version of the word easy in their ads, like simple or time-saving or money-saving or fast or enjoyable or fun or convenient. And I mean, obviously, sometimes they just straight up use the word easy. We get spoon-fed that this is the way things should be. But simultaneously, you also don't want things to be too easy because when something comes to us too easily, quote unquote, our brain completely discounts and discredits that result as though it's not really ours, but must somehow be like a byproduct of circumstances. This actually happened to a friend of mine in the Get Your Goal Mastermind group. She'd been working on weight loss like really diligently for months and was super close to her goal weight when she got really sick. So she was, I mean, she was just out for like over a week with low appetite and low energy. And, you know, when you're sick, she was drinking lots of water to flush it all out and sleeping all the time. So getting lots of rest and The thing is that after she'd been out for over a week and she was already really close to her weight loss, wouldn't you know it, by the time she was fully healthy again, she had reached her goal weight. And the thing is, it was 100% because she'd been doing all the things to lose weight. She was resting. She was taking care of her body. She was fueling for the activity that she was capable of. I mean, she was hydrating. She was journaling still. She was still doing all of the 5-0 method things, but her brain totally did not think so. According to her brain, she cheated. And of course, I'm using quotes on that one because it's, I mean, I have many arguments to be made here. She did not actually cheat, but her brain really thought she had cheated her way to her goal weight. So it didn't count. It was too easy. And then, unsurprisingly, or at least to me, it was unsurprising because I've seen this happen Oh my gosh, so many times, countless times over the years, she gained some of the weight back. Y'all, this is how brains work. When you think you didn't really earn something, some good result in your life, you will sabotage it and find your way back to a place where you like have to work hard to get it. And this is actually how lottery winners end up spending all their money and going broke again because of this thing that our brains do. So, She found herself with those couple of pounds to lose again, but this time, according to her brain, she had to do it the right way, which, of course, is the one that requires hard work, right? Because this is also the thing that we have totally been socialized to believe our whole lives, that the things that are truly valuable only come from hard work. 
Even if your family of origin didn't necessarily instill this particular value in you, you've actually been surrounded by messages like this at the same time as all those easy messages since forever. I mean, no pain, no gain, go big or go home, or <laughs> dreams don't work unless you do. I actually, I'm laughing because I seriously Googled the phrase hard work. <laughs> thousands. In fact, it was probably, this one probably was millions also. I didn't look at the number of results, but definitely thousands of these like supposedly inspirational messages and memes and images popped up. Some of them were kind of funny, but really specifically the point that I'm getting at here is that we humans, we love the idea of working hard, but also we really don't. I mean, biologically, we are hardwired to seek pleasure and avoid pain. So we don't naturally seek out hard work. And in fact, the idea of hard work is very frequently what stops us from completing our tasks and or eventually achieving our goals. I mean, every single day, truly every day, without fail if I'm on the internet. I hear from women who tell me things like, it's too hard to track calories, or it's really hard for me to get all my water in, or my favorite weight loss is so much harder after menopause, which by the way, is simply not true. Don't mind me ranting here. Weight loss is different after menopause. It's not harder. It's just different. Anyway, another friend of mine from the Get Your Goal Mastermind group, she was talking recently about how hard it is to figure out the calories in something like a soup or a casserole. And I hear this, actually. It's, it's one of the many things that I hear as being something that feels too difficult, insurmountable on your way to tracking and then, of course, losing weight. And so her, you know, she was talking about how, you know, you're just throwing in ingredients without necessarily measuring them or following a recipe. I mean, I don't know what to do here. So unsurprisingly, again, unsurprising to me, for sure, because, I mean, just like my other friend's dilemma, I've seen this one happen hundreds of times. I get this question constantly. What was happening is that she just wasn't tracking those calories at all, even though she was tracking other things that were easier <laughs> to track. And so that meant that she, you know, on a daily basis, either was or wasn't hitting her target every day. And she was really struggling to lose weight because she didn't know how much she was eating, which of course <laughs> she summed up by telling me it's really hard to be consistent. And I apologize for laughing. If you are my friend in the Get Your Goal group who we just had this conversation, I truly am not laughing at you or at your dilemma or at your brain. All of our brains do this. It's so amusing to me because I see it in myself too. I see it in all of us. This is how brains work. And brains, you guys, they're funny. They really are. And here's the thing. What if none of this is actually true about easy or hard? And what if... And you know I'm asking you this because it's true. <laughs> it's real. There's a better way, not easier, just better, different. What if there's a better way of navigating through this whole like easy versus hard conundrum? Because there is, which I already told you, and here it is. Step one, I have steps for you. There are three of them and they are easy. <laughs> no, they're simple, but not easy. 
<laughs> Step one is to just recognize how often your brain offers you too easy or too hard or easy or hard or anytime you hear those words, recognize that your brain is offering you that word as a problem. When you start listening for it, like at all, you're going to be amazed at how often it shows up in your head. Like it, now that you've listened to this podcast, you're going to hear it not all day, every day, but it, what feels like all day, every day. And here's the really good news. This simple act of recognition for lots of us in lots of like certain situations, the simple act of recognizing that your brain has offered you this can be enough all by itself to just take care of what you're struggling with. You'll recognize, oh, this is a thought and it's not helpful because I just listened to that podcast about it and there's something else that I can do about it. So step two, step two, I'm going to call it optional. It's really, really helpful. But if step one basically takes care of things, dominoes start knocking over, you can skip to step three. Don't skip to step three though, just because step two sounds harder to do. (laughs) Recognize that that's your brain. (laughs) Step two, if you notice that your thoughts about things being like too easy or too hard still just really feel kind of sticky. They feel kind of true. You're like, okay, Paula, I hear you, but also, no, this really was too easy for me. Or no, that really is too hard for me. Here's what you're going to do. You're going to go ahead and resolve the underlying issue, which is to say that you're going to feel the feeling that that thought creates. This is something that works in so many situations. This is advice that I offer you as step two in so, so, so many ways. Feeling your feelings helps you recognize a thought as a thought. So here's what happened. For my friend who got sick and felt like she got cheated out of losing weight the way that she wanted to, the feeling was anger. She was so mad about being sick and how it coincided with reaching her goal. And the feeling from my friend who didn't know how to calculate the calories in soup, the feeling was incapability. I mean, she didn't use this word. So again, if you're my friend who's listening to this podcast, I'm using this word because it's the word that my brain offers me all the time. And for the listeners of the podcast who I are not in the Get Your Goal group that I am talking about, The word that I'm going to use here is just that she felt dumb. She felt stupid. She had that, I don't know what to do feeling. And for both of these friends, I mean, they were both able to just feel the feeling. Like we talk about, it takes two minutes. Your feeling comes up. It exists in your body. It dissipates on its own. And then when you're done with that, you're actually ready for step three, which is to identify how you'd like to think about your particular situation. And I I will offer this to you, possibly use different language. We have so much history and baggage and so much to do with easy and hard, those particular words, that maybe using a different word can be the way forward here. So, In the case of my friend who got sick, she'd been telling herself that her goal was too easy and that she cheated to get there. But after she felt through that feeling of anger, she realized actually that she was the one who had put forth all the effort, not the illness. She had rested and taken care of herself. She had eaten 
for her energy levels. She had kept herself hydrated. When her brain tried to offer her that it was too easy or the illness, all she had to do was remind herself that in reality, it was actually the same amount of effort and the same tasks that she'd been doing for the rest of her weight loss. And for my friend with the soups and the casseroles who'd been telling herself that it was too hard to track, once she felt through that feeling of incapability, she was ready to take a look at the math. The just quick tip here, honestly, to the aside, all you really have to do is just add up all of the ingredients, even if you're estimating in the whole recipe, and just divide by the approximate number of servings that that recipe usually makes for you or your family. It doesn't necessarily have to make like four or six or whatever. It makes however much it makes, and you can divide by whatever you need to divide by. You get to make the math work for you. Anyways, once she did that, she realized that calculating the calories for the whole dish, the whole recipe, was actually the same amount of effort as any of the other calculations that she'd been doing. And this, my friend, is where I want to leave you on this whole easy weight loss conversation. There's really no such thing as easy or hard when it comes to weight loss. Everything you do is going to take you some amount of effort. It's all worthwhile, whether it feels easy or hard or some other word that you choose because easy and hard have a lot of baggage. It's all worthwhile because it's taking you where you want to go. My friends, I really hope that this was helpful for you today. I so appreciate you being here. Thank you for listening. And I will talk to you again soon. Thanks for listening. Be sure to leave a rating and review so other women of a certain age can stop struggling with the scale and start loving their menopausal bodies. And if you're ready to change your mindset while you're changing your weight, then it's time to get into the Get Your Goal Mastermind group, where you'll find my proven success formula, answers to your questions, expert coaching, and the community support you've been looking for. You don't need to lose weight alone when you can have fun and level up your mindset with friends. With weekly coaching calls, live journaling classes, and access to the tools and strategies I've used to help thousands of women lose weight for the last time, the Get Your Goal group is the place for you to get your goal. Learn more about group membership at www.getyourgoal.com. And I'll see you inside the group. 